Welcome back to Our Daddy's a Donor. You're, woo. <laughs> We're I'm Carly. I'm, I'm Carly. <laughs> I'm Riley. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm Carly. I'm Riley. <laughs> and welcome back. Feels like yeah. it's been forever for some reason. Yeah, Carly it's forgot what her, Carly forgot what her name is. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know anything at all because I am just <laughs> a shell of a human. <laughs> That's okay. What are we doing this week? Today, this week, today. I don't know what's going today. on. Today, stories. This month, whatever day it is, we yeah. are doing more Reddit stories, but um, it's Reddit asks, so they're looking the- for help. Those are my favorite ones. We have taken it upon ourselves to be the donor-conceived community help hotline. (laughs) Oh my gosh, could you imagine? Imagine we had like a little superhero phone. (gasps) Yeah. Hello? That'd be cool. It's our dad. What can I do for you? We're here to assist. Want it to look like a cool, like, um, like a fun, like, landline phone. Mm. Like a rainbow. I don't know. <gasps> That'd be fun. I was thinking of like the red ones they have, like on what are those things where it's like call in right now, something, something, and they have like those red phones. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. to to be like uh, on theme, it would have to be like a sperm. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> oh my god, sperm phone! I would not no, I no, no, no one would. Cut I'd that it out. Ew. Do you say cut that? <laughs> yeah, we're keeping it in. We're keeping okay. it in. Somebody make us a sperm phone. Cut that. No, don't do that. Who's making phones? I don't know. In the first place. A sperm cell phone. So like, remember on iCarly when they had like little pairs? Like it's a pair. Was it a pair? Oh yeah, it was like a pair phone. Is that Zoe 101? I think it was like, oh God, I don't know. I think iCarly had a triangle. Oh no, I don't remember. Anyways. A triangle. And they could do Rito? What's with all these foods? That was the office actually. They had a. A triangle iPad. Anyways, tangents. I literally just Googled pair phone, but I spelt phone with an F. Nice. I need to go to sleep. Where is it from? No, it doesn't say. <laughs> I swear it's on like iCarly or Zoe 101 or some shit. Actually, I think Zoe 101, they had the ones that like slid up and around. Oh, it is from iCarly, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, somebody sent me a sperm iPhone. No, I'm That's just sweet. That's sweet. We get like um, <laughs> I'm just getting really weird. We get like a sperm um phone case. <laughs> you need to go to bed. I know. What we is with started. you? Oh, I, I worked all day. I know it's late. We are recording on a Monday, a Monday night, night before. Yeah, we don't schedule things properly. We suck. Yeah, I oh, mean last me. I last week was good. We scheduled early last week. Yeah, and then I like waited all week to record, and then I panic record or um, edit, and I panic edited. So I, I feel like it was alright. I feel like our last minute episodes are like funny though, because we're like because, all over the place. Because we're tired and yeah, a mess. One day we have to do like a fun episode and just get high. Just get. <gasps> really I was just gonna say that. I feel like that's inappropriate for our audience, like just be dying, laughing. I've shit. listened. I've listened to some where they were high. Yeah, but they like their their um, discussion topics are a little less serious. I'm sure than what ours is supposed we to could, be. We could we could do funny ones. Okay. We'll yeah. Find the the perfect episode to do that and just get blitzed 
Oh my god, fun. <clears throat> well, I would I think love we've that. Blabbered enough if you're ready to get into it. Sure. Let's get into it. Into it. <laughs> Okay, so this one's from, well, I told you already that they're from Reddit, but just in case you weren't listening, this one's from Reddit, <laughs> and so are the rest of them. Um, so it's titled, How to Create a Relationship with My Donor Dad. Um, Hi, all. I was shocked to find out I was DC about three years ago. I have since talked to my parents and discussed the situation, and so I am aware. I originally found out I was DC by trying Ancestry and seeing I had a bio father who isn't my own. I originally sent a few messages to my bio dad saying I was surprised and asked if I could get any details, especially about relevant medical history. He never replied, and I sent a follow-up message after talking to my parents, explaining that I understood the situation and wouldn't contact him again. I figured that would be the end of it. A few months ago, about three and a half years after original message, my bio dad responds and said he is willing to share medical background, but is, understandably, wanting to protect his family and their privacy. He gave me some details on medical history, which I am very grateful for. I respect my bio dad's privacy, but would like to have a conversation if he is open, just out of curiosity of seeing what the only other being I share half my DNA with acts like. Any suggestions for broaching this conversation? I believe that him discussing medical history indicates he may be open to more discussion, but want to be tactful. Thanks for the advice. Okay, first off, imagine you had done the DNA test and then just you found a dad. Yeah. Like, this person found out they were donor conceived by trying ancestry. And then they're just a random dad pops up, just not even a sibling. Yeah, that would have been weird. That's what I was kind of hoping for when I did mine, though. I was like, it, I could either have siblings or, like, the bio dad could pop up. Yeah. That would but be that'd be weird good. if you just, like, didn't know. They have yeah. to be older then, too. Did it say mm-hmm. how old they were? Um... No. Um, the top comment it says that's weird that he put himself on ancestry and then is so re- <laughs> I can't say this word, but I'm gonna change it and say reluctant about giving out info. I think everyone in this situation starts out sp- suspicious. Are you after money? Are you unhinged, etc. I suggest telling him about yourself. Do you have kids? What do you do for work? Um, etc. It will humanize you and maybe spark some interest or curiosity, especially if he realizes he has things in common with you. And then OP commented back, I am fortunate enough to have a good career and enough money. I told him in my first message I was not after any of that. Agreed it's a weird choice to have public ancestry profile and not want to check. Makes me feel feel like he's conflicted. Um, Is that what they think I, every time someone reach out reaches out to them? Is that they want money? Maybe. I don't know. Weird. Be, let's write that down to make sure we ask Grant that. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, I'm sending that to David by accident. <laughs> He's going to be like, what? I'm just going to write it to you. Okay. Um, so another one said, I don't know, but him not texting you back for over three years gives me the impression that he is not ready, really willing to make contact. A few weeks or even months, okay. But a few years, you could always try... It's not like you have a relationship right now that could be ruined. And maybe you can understand why after three years he changed his mind in answering your questions, but I would not have my hopes up. OP said, great points, thank you. 
Why did he have a public profile then if he didn't want to like answer questions? That's stupid. Why did he even do the DNA testing? Yeah. Because like obviously people can still find you from like other relatives, but like. Yeah. He was probably curious and maybe he just didn't even know that you could like make your profile like private, I guess. Maybe. I mean, it depends how old he is. Yeah. Um. Oh, this okay so the only other comment that's on here is um i'm in the same situation i found out i was donor conceived when i matched with my donor on ancestry the main difference is that mine refuses all contact and won't give any medical medical history oh and did i mention that he's a doctor <laughs> Ooh. awkward yeah that's weird it's nothing to do with you and he's a doctor or and won't give you any medical history like with a probably a shitty fucking doctor um yeah. So I guess like this did kind of ask for advice. So like, do we have any advice? <laughs> I, if I was reaching out to Grant and he didn't want to talk to us, I would just be like, look, I understand that you might not want to have a relationship with me, which is totally fine. However, I would just like to know any current medical history that you could provide so that mm-hmm. I know for my own well-being and like for my kids and blah 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 I need to know if anything runs in the family blah 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 like you at least owe me that yeah I think come out and say it all the donor people they should share their medical history I just talked about this with Brianna literally two days ago I went off I was so upset it's just (laughs) it's not even the fact that like like when my mom and dad went in they got medical history but none of it's updated it doesn't matter if they give you medical history like you don't get updated medical history well even like like stuff that they ask if it runs in your family like mm-hmm. even even if you got like the information that you did from grant like what if say he we still never met him and then he had a heart attack like, right now, mm-hmm. and you'd never know and then like it's a, it's almost the exact same as like i didn't know i was donor conceived and then like when i fill out a form it says does heart attack run in your family i check off yes because my dad died of that and then meanwhile it like we're not blood related you know Mm-hmm. Or like if someone had can't like got cancer or something like that's mm-hmm. all stuff that you're filling out forms and stuff yeah and it's like that needs to be updated like the easiest thing and obviously I don't know the medical industry but like the easiest thing would just to be like you have a donor number hooked up oh like always mm-hmm. like I'm I know the donor number so that I can give it to like my doctor and they can just look up that person's information they don't have to tell me they don't have to tell me who the person is like they don't even have to know who the person is just give them a freaking health background or something you know yeah that would be it's like, like the easiest way to do it yeah i feel like when people donate they just think of like what's happening right now like oh i'm donating and then it's gonna help a family have a kid but they don't think of like the years after that how many people they could be like affecting like right now they're helping the mom and the dad or the parents mm-hmm. whatever but they're not thinking of like the kid and then that kid's kids. And then they're not thinking of like all the other people that without proper health information, they're just like messing these people up. And you don't know like who's connected to who and like. Yeah, it's not fair. Towns and yeah. Mm-hmm. And even like, I know it's not as bad when like second cousins end up together. Like it's still weird, but you know, like. Yeah. It's not genetically as bad, but still, like, mm-hmm. I would want to know if I was accidentally, like, marrying my second cousin. Oh, uh, yeah. Cousin. Like, until it's, like, 10th cousin out, mm-hmm. married in or some shit, like, 
you know, you don't share any blood, then that's the only way. Yeah. I mean, even if you are in a small town, I feel like you could go up to just about anybody and kind of trace back who you're both related to. Oh, probably. I yeah. Know, like my small town, I'm related to like one of the biggest families mm-hmm. just by marriage, but still like it, it basically made it so like me and my ex-boyfriend were like connected through like cousins of cousins of cousins but like mm-hmm. I was still related to that last name already if that makes sense so like yeah not blood related or anything thank god but it was like oh your cousin is my mom's grandma's cousin or something like that. yeah you know? it's always like, something like weird yeah so people need to fucking know but if that was on my dad's side and I didn't know mm-hmm. like could have gotten super weird so Ugh. yeah it's just like the whole health information situation is just like irritating and I hate it so much I know I want to like be a bigger advocate and stuff for it but I don't even know where to start and like I don't think my brain could handle it right now but it'd be nice to like make some help make change Mm -hmm. especially for like the future people I don't think like anonymous donation should be a thing at all no and um, my friend Courtney was asking me the other day um, after we put out our last episode mm-hmm. about um, she's like there's got to be laws against um, like in Canada doctors like inseminating women like she's like there's got I'm like there isn't I looked it up and there still isn't anything mm-hmm. so even if Canada. yeah even if mm-hmm. there was certain laws so say there was laws in Canada for that like I'm in the U.S. so how would that work for me at all yeah, no, I wouldn't. So it would have no. to no, it would have to be like a worldwide situation because it yeah, obviously like, gets passed to different countries. Yeah, exactly. And but like in the whole um, like the rape thing, like how um, they didn't say that it was rape. Like that's not a federal law. That only ended up being like a law in Indiana. So mm-hmm. it's not a law in Canada either. Like there's no like if if somebody was to be inseminated without their knowledge by someone with mm-hmm. the wrong sperm it's not it's still not considered rape so like that's something i'd like to look into like fucking making it a federal law here and there yeah and everywhere but i mean i don't know why it wouldn't be see that's just irritating because there's so much other stuff you have to like like yeah. go through you can't just be like oh it should be this way no because there's well, like a million states like how is that not rape but like having sex without a condom and a girl not knowing is rape like they're basically yeah they're not the same thing but like they are kind of the it's same like the thing. same concept yeah it's doing something without somebody's knowledge mm-hmm. unconsensually like yeah i don't know Ugh. i don't like that look, look into that yeah anyways mm. do you want to read yours <gasps> yeah i got a story <laughs> more like an ask <laughs> Yeah, it's not a story. It's like a question. So mine is, mine's a question on Reddit. It says, people had a baby using a sperm bank. Why didn't you use a partner's or friend's sperm? I like the the top comment. (laughs) Read it. Can't exactly ask my homie to come in a cup, can I? (laughs) Person after? I mean, mean, you can. (laughs) That's um, funny. I mean, if I was in that situation, 
Um, like we talked about before, your friend Scott. I feel like it would just be like too too close. I think it might be. I might feel different when I'm older. But I mean, you you have to have a really good relationship with that friend, and you. I feel like you have to have like years and years and years of knowing that friend. It can't just be like a person. Scott and I have known each other since we were like three or four. Right, that'd be fine. No, but I don't know if I could do it. Right. So. I feel like there's a point where it's like, do you know them enough or do you know them too much? Yeah, I, I think, and I honestly don't even know if Scott wants kids. I've never asked him, but if he didn't want kids, I would feel more comfortable asking him. If he did want mm-hmm. kids, and like he's in a he's in a gay relationship, so they're gonna have to do it. If they want kids, they're going to have to either adopt or do it some other way because obviously Mm -hmm. neither one of them can carry. So I think that would make me less or more hesitant to to use his because, like, I would feel like he thought or felt like my kid was his once he saw it. Like, he might say now Mm -hmm. that he wouldn't feel that way, but you never know. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to risk it. So I just don't think I would do it. Plus, I want someone that's not going to see them. Right, and I feel like it's easier if you do it from like, um, like a sperm bank because they do do pretty good background checks and like health stuff on the person. Mm-hmm. Here I am saying like I don't I don't want I wouldn't want them to be someone that's going to see the kid, but like now I'm trying to see it from like if it was me as the kid, would I want that person in my life growing up? You might and just like feel weird. If you didn't know, and then all of a sudden you did know. Yeah. Because Scott would be around your kid, and then your kid gets to, like, a certain age, and you're like, hey, you know Scott? Yeah. Like, that's actually your biological dad. If Scott, if Scott was – now I'm changing my mind. I don't know. If Scott was, I would make him the godfather, 1,000%, because then at least he's still – I mean, Scott would treat that kid like his own anyways, but I don't know. It's such a fine line. Now I'm trying to think of it like that, like – I'd probably tell them. I'd just be like, "You're my kid and my husband's kid," but but we needed help. Father. And yeah. my best friend Scott loved me so much that he wanted me to have a baby. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just it's hard because it. I'm trying to think of yeah. like ages you would tell them, or if you just told them right yeah. away because Scott's still in your life. I know. I'm just trying to think, like, if I'm trying to base it off, like, one of my parents' friends. Like, if I was like, oh, my uncle is actually my dad. I That's what I was doing, too. Because, like, my all my parents' friends that are, like, really close, we call them, like, aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if my uncle was my dad. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. I just hope I don't have to use a sperm donor. Let's, that's, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. One of these comments, someone said, it can often cause issues with the donor wanting to be involved. The partner probably would have used them if they worked and wouldn't have been a need to use a sperm bank. You could also try be trying to avoid things like genetic illnesses by getting some top quality nut milk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. They do do like, do do, they do like background checks and like yeah. that health stuff, which is nice. Yeah, I like the reply to that comment. Um, the, this, the donor has already gone through all of the necessary paperwork and agreed to the terms of use. There's no legal headaches either, mostly. Yeah. Oh, what is going on? My screen keeps disconnecting. Here we go. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, I think I, I don't think I can answer that until I'm actually ready to have a baby. Yeah, I guess it kind of like, depends like on the person too, because some people would be like, absolutely no. And some people would be like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't think I could ever answer that until I was actually ready to have a child. Even if I, I don't even know if I'll ever be ready, let's be real. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, same. <laughs> I love, would love to say that I would be, but I honestly, every time someone at work talks about kids, I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. I'm way too selfish for that right now. I know, me too. Like, my best friend's trying to, like, have a baby, like, actually trying to have one. And I'm like, no, thank you. Nah. I'm good. Yeah, like, a couple of the guys at work that, well, half the people that I work with, not, not half the people, like, there's, like, three people that I work closely with that have kids, and they'll be, like, they'll be, like, bonding all over their kid shit, and I'm, like, I'll babysit mm. if you want yeah. for, like, an hour. Yeah, an hour max. Yeah. Like, I might be going to um, that video shoot on Sunday, and the guy that I like the studio that I'm going to he his daughter's gonna be there for a bit and I love his daughter she's super cute I was like oh babysit for a bit if you want but only till she cries (laughs) yeah how old is she five oh you shouldn't be crying she's pretty cool five-year-olds cry not like not like baby cry like yeah you know they get tired and they get moody they cry I do that too we can cry together. It's fine. Me and her will just be crying, and her dad will be like, "Is what's going on?" Oh my god! But it's nice when and you then... can give them back, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, babies are. Oop! I hit my thing. I just give them candy and run away. Ooh, good idea. That'd be funny. Um, okay, so this last one is like a master thread, is what it's called. Mm. So I don't know how much you know about that, but basically, they'll create a post, and a master thread just means like. Instead of you making more posts, you just comment right below it. So I could be like, I could make a master post about like how much I love cats. And then people could just comment and comment and comment and comment instead of making like so many different stories about it. It's like that. So Uh this one's a RP, aka recipient parent master thread. So the little like blurb is if you're a donor recipient parent, so Sorry, if you are a donor, recipient parent, or prospective donor, or RP, please post your questions in this thread. Standalone posts from RP are not been permitted in this sub. So um, that's like they want it so that you don't see like millions of questions from mm-hmm. um, people because it's in the, the, the subreddit um, donor conceived. Um, so I don't know anything about Reddit. That was great you you explained that very well i also did not understand any of it (laughs) but (laughs) i was kind of trying to picture it but i'm sure it'll make sense when i get better at reddit okay one other thing so you can upvote or downvote a comment and it basically if you upvote it it goes it starts heading to the top of the Mm. comments if you download it downvote it it goes down so they're like sorted by best comment Mm. it just means they have the the bet the highest um upvotes so anyways <laughs> um i was previously an egg donor some of my donations were anonymous some were open my open donations have been wonderful and i've maintained a good relationship with my recipients with regular contact it's made me really regret my anonymous donations especially after reading dc'd individual stories additionally i now have my own child and i want to be able to explain all this to her one day as best as i can my question is 
What can I do to help those children conceived from my anonymous donations? Ancestry, 23andMe, donor sibling registry, anything else? I want to do whatever I can to help them find me one day and know that I'm here if they ever wish to contact me or meet me. I don't want them to think that my anonymous donation meant I didn't want them to have those answers. So I think the only other thing she could do is like maybe reach out to the clinic slash clinics that she went to and like put on if there's any type of paperwork or anything mm-hmm. that like if the recipients call that she has like a phone number that they could call. Yeah. Ugh, I wonder I wonder if everybody gets paperwork because obviously you didn't. No, but we did find the um the clinic. My mom, I like my mom couldn't remember what it was, so then I just went through the boat tried to find the clinic and I did find it. However, the clinic was closed down, but mm-hmm. the amount of the amount of times that a clinic does close down is probably not super high, I would say. So like remember when you contacted them, they wouldn't give you any information? Yeah. Which was weird because it's like the donor said he was. I know. That's what I said to them too. And then they were like, nope. So stupid. So yeah, I think that's the only thing she could do is like call the clinic and be like, here's my phone number. Yeah. Um, But let me see. Yeah. Some of the comments are just like these sites seem like great places to go. Oh, this person said, could you go back to the donor place and get that you gave your eggs to and change your status to open? That would be the first thing I would do. So there you go. Oh, that's, that's true. What I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the next, com- I won't do two. Like, there's tons and tons and tons of comments on here. So I'll try to just pick, like, the best ones. Because we're already 30 minutes in, so. Um, so this one was the, like, next big comment. Um, asexual female here who doesn't want a partner but desperately wants a baby someday assuming I become financially well off before it's too late is it cruel to have a child with an anonymous sperm donor even if I'm 100% honest about it from the beginning I see articles praising women's decisions to become single moms by choice but they never mention how the kid feels about it all media repeats the same mantra that genetics don't make a family love does but do humans have that instinct to bond with their genetic family that's too strong for political correctness to overcome I don't want to have a child only for them to suffer, but I can't think of any other way. Should I accept it would be wrong, or is there a way to do it right? No material out there discusses this for obvious re- reasons, just repeats how families can be different. Um, the only I- way to do this right is to not choose an anonymous donor. Yeah. You can easily raise a kid without two parents, but... Yeah, I just, I just don't like... No, I don't like the anonymous donor thing. I think no. if you go from... Like a sperm donor, like clinic or whatever, aren't they all anonymous? No, really? No, you just put your status on it, anonymous or not anonymous. That's weird. When Grant's thing, the question was, "Are you yeah. willing to meet?" and it was like, "Yes." So, like, why was his set as anonymous then? I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe that clinic. Yeah. Decided everything would be anonymous, but um, it's not. You just decide i think weird i didn't know that yeah i think the first thing is to not go with an anonymous donor Mm -hmm. and uh i feel like i have more of a pull because i didn't grow up with siblings to find siblings Mm -hmm. rather than to find like the bio dad yeah because i did grow up with a dad 
So I feel like the sibling thing for me was like a lot more exciting and I still like cling to that a little bit more. Yeah, so the person would probably definitely have um, some kind of pull to find the parent, which mm-hmm. is why it should definitely be an open donation, somebody that is okay with that. Yeah. Um, but it just needs to be made clear, like, this person isn't looking to have, like, a, they're, they don't, they're not looking to be your father. Yeah. Um, they're just, they're there to answer any questions you may have, but it just kind of needs to be explained, like, this is, I don't know, as long as everything's open, hopefully the kid won't be too butthurt about it but I mean yeah. that's always a risk right it's hard to tell like per person too because you could have this whole thing planned out like oh I'm gonna tell the kid and it's gonna be this way and everything's gonna be fine but like mm-hmm. they could either be like oh cool like I don't care or like get all weird about it like yeah. why did you do that like why couldn't you have used somebody that you knew yeah um, like, you can't really I tell feel, I feel like this comment um response back it was pretty well written um the way to do it right is to not choose an anonymous donor i firmly believe that is a human right to know where you came from and donor anonymity is a direct violation of that right especially when your kid never gets to consent to or choose any of it and that doesn't even begin to touch on the the ethical misconduct in the anonymous sperm industry two of the most horrifying moments in my life have been one staring in the bathroom mirror as a 12 year old and crying when I didn't recognize any of my facial traits from other family members. And two finding out I have 30 plus siblings whom I'll likely never meet thanks to poor donation practices. The limit most banks put on siblings is way too high. No one should have to make a spreadsheet to keep track of all their siblings. You start to feel like a horrible product slash clone after the first dozen or so. It's absolutely possible to be a lot of a, a wonderful single mom by choice through donor conception, but I've experienced and seen too much pain in other DCPs from anonymous agreements to ever condone them. Being 100% honest from the get-go is also very important, but won't make up for the loss of genetic connections, history, and family. I would seriously recommend, should you choose to follow this path, that you find a known donor, perhaps a close friend or non-genetic family member of yours. If not, there are ways to meet donors who are willing to be known. Ultimately, it may be harder to find a known donor, but that doesn't outweigh the validity of the child's right to their family and history. And then the person responded, thank you very much. I truly promise I won't forget. Maybe people didn't know this would be important to their children when such practices first started, but we know now. And if you love a child, including future, I believe we should want to do what's best for them again. Thank you. So that's good. Yeah. I feel like some like known donors, like that one that we know of, they just like mass produce people. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I would think, hate to be like, I would. If, I, I think would, this person meant like someone that you know. Oh, like if they're gonna be a single mom by choice, like pick someone that you know. Oh yeah, but I, yeah, definitely don't pick unknown donors. What they're calling themselves, but yeah, we call them super donors. Oh yeah, I would have hated to go on like ancestry, and find out that like I have like ten siblings or something like crazy. Or even, like, I don't know. I mean, we still have oh. kind of, like, a lot. But then it would have felt, like, mass-produced. Like, that's what yeah. they're doing. It's gross. Yeah. Actually, this comment that replied to them is kind of um, interesting. Um, California Cryro Bank is the only bank I'm familiar with that has identify release programs, meaning that at 18, the child could unlock the donor's identity. However, they have very large family limits, 25 to 30 families that will either be reached or exceeded. So if you can't find a known donor that is willing to present, to be present, then maybe selecting an exclusive donor through a clinic is the way to go. 
Not only does the donor have the wits to ensure that the number of donor children they'll have is limited to five to 10 births, but they may even be more likely to be open to a relationship down the road. I think a lot of recipient parents worry that a known donor may claim custody of their kid or come with issues, but this is really ever the case. Just look out for the super sperm donors. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. And then this person commented and said, Sperm Bank of California has identity, identity release and limits of 10 families. So that's good. That's how they should all be, honestly. I wonder if that's like a newer one. Yeah. I'll find one more comment. Okay. And then if anybody wants to read it, they can just go find it because it's not that hard to find. It's just called Recipient Parent um, in brackets RP Master Thread. Um, okay. So this one might be good. Hi, all. My husband and I are still at the beginning of an infertility journey. My husband doesn't produce any sperm, so we have decided to use sperm donor to conceive. We spent the last six months searching for a known sperm donor, largely because of reading through this sub and feeling a sense of responsibility to do right by a future child slash children. A friend of ours and his wife have eagerly agreed to donate, which is great. Their families are also extremely supportive of donating and have offered to be socially involved with any children we may have as well. Our clinic consult is August 17th. This was a year ago, so... We are planning on telling any future children we may have about their biological father right from day one. My next questions, what can we do to maximize a positive self-identity for our future child? If you are donor conceived, how would you have wanted your social parents to behave in regards to your donor conceived status? We don't know how many people we should tell that we are using a sperm donor. We don't want any future children to feel like it's a secret slash something to be ashamed of. But we are also concerned that by us telling people, we might be overstepping slash making a decision for our child to tell more people than they would have ever wanted to know. My initial feelings are there's no such thing as too many people loving a baby. However, I have no experience in the donor-conceived world. What would the experience be like to have contact with extended genetic family, i.e. biological paternal grandparents, uncles, aunts, etc.? Thank you so much for your time. If you have any other resources that would be informative or educational for my husband and I as we step into the donor-conceived world, please let us know. We're doing our best, but I know this process in general can be very traumatizing and difficult for donor-conceived children. We are still learning about how to decrease slash remove harm and parent well in this content. Whoa. I like this answer, but I'll read it in a second. Um... So the part where they said to maximize a, po a positive self-identity for a future child, I think, yeah, like they said, just like being straightforward from the start, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's so hard to decide the right age to tell someone that, like, yeah, and then for them to understand it, cause like, when do you really even understand how a baby is made? One. So when do you understand, like, what sperm even is? I don't even know. Sex ed is in grade three or grade four I think it was grade four yeah so I honestly don't even know if I understood it back then <laughs> I feel like it would kind of be on the same line of when do you tell your kid they're adopted kind of thing yeah but I feel like adopted is a little bit easier to explain maybe I don't know maybe like it's kind of yeah um, I feel like this is a good answer. It's a little long, but um, self-identity means something different to each person. Beyond all of work you do for an average kid, I'd help them explore the cultural, ethnic, national, 
history of your donor. So they have that to think about as well as yours and your husband's. I'd recommend reading up on genetic mirroring too. I know that messed up me, messed me up a bit having an, a non-donor, not being able to recognize my traits in my family. As for behavior for you as parents, I tell anyone for whom it becomes relevant. I'm really proud of my parents for how they treated this one. They made it known to everyone in their close circle while they were going through the process of getting and being pregnant. Anytime someone would comment on me looking like my dad, they would correct them and say that they actually use a sperm donor. My dad wasn't ashamed of it, and I'm really relieved and thankful looking back on how he normalized it. It became a fact of life, not a weird hush-hush secret. I didn't feel like I had to hide it as a kid, and I did tell many people in my life from a young age, which probably freaked them out a lot, lol, to hear a little kid going on and on about sperm. <laughs> I, think <it's, laughs> I think it's one of those things where if it's normalized for the kid, they won't have an issue with you telling people because it's their reality. They might take issue with it that if it makes them feel like the other, or like it's shameful somehow, it's all about tone and connotation. I wish you two the best of luck. Yeah, I guess it's just like the age thing. When do you tell them? Yeah, but definitely like normalizing it and not making them feel weird about it. Cause like, yeah. if I look back, like it, our like our parent, my parents hiding it was almost like they were shamed, shameful of it. I, and I don't know if they were or not, but like that definitely was my first thought. So I think mm-hmm. like finding out at the age that I did is probably good because I could like work through that but like if I was a teenager I would probably think like oh well they wanted me but now they're like they're ashamed of how they had to have me or like they're ashamed of me or blah 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 but yeah think, like, finding out I, I do wish I knew sooner mm-hmm. however if it was handled the same way and I was younger I don't think I would have handled it as well as I did yeah I feel like uh, I don't know I feel like I would have handled it a little bit better because, like, it seemed like everybody knew, like, when my mom and my dad were doing like, the little sperm donor thing, because it took over a year. Everybody knew about it. And then it's, like, when I was born, nobody talked about it. Like, nobody mentioned it again, which obviously, mm-hmm. like, you, I think people probably just forgot about it. But yeah. it's, like, how come it didn't come up? How come nobody said anything? Like, why did it take right. that long to tell me if you were that like excited about it while it was happening why didn't you tell me about it yeah exactly yeah I don't think it was like it definitely wasn't like normalized kind of thing no no I don't think so at all yeah I definitely don't think I would have handled it in like the I wouldn't have I wouldn't have handled it the same way I probably wouldn't have talked to my mom for a bit to be honest Oh, I didn't when she told me. Even like oh, really? when she, yeah, when she told me like a few years ago. No, I didn't talk to her. I was, I still get mad at her. I'm like, why? Like, what is your problem? Yeah. I feel Actually, like I was. Go ahead. I feel like I was trying to think of like ages, but you said like a teenager. I wouldn't have handled it good as a teenager. Oh, no. But I'm thinking yeah. like I'm thinking like high elementary, like mm-hmm. fifth, sixth grade, would have been like a good time. Yeah. Fourth, fifth, sixth grade, maybe. Actually, so I um, was talking to Jesse about this the other day because we told, um, like, we were at a funeral for on my stepdad's side of the family, and they didn't, none of them know. So we told my one cousin who's just a couple years younger than me. Um, I still haven't told, like, that whole side of the family because it was, I mean, we were at a funeral. It's kind of a weird time to tell them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I was, 
I don't know how it got brought up, but I was trying to remember like how I, I said to him, I was like, I honestly think I blacked out when my mom told me because I don't even remember. And Jesse's like, my brother, Jesse, he's like, um, you texted or you texted me when it happened or you called me or something like that. And I was like, what? I was like, that's not how I remember it. I remember it as my mom told me. And then it kind of got awkward. And then she was like, I'm so glad you're not mad at me. And then we like went and explored downtown Calgary. But what actually happened, according to my brother, is my my mom had already been there for a couple of hours and she started drinking and the booze like loosened her up a bit and then mm. she told me and then I don't know if she went to bed or what because I think Jesse said I called him and I was like I don't even remember that like I just blacked it out I guess so Weird. I must have been pissed I must have been mad I must have just blacked it out but I honestly I don't remember I think and I now that he says that I'm kind of like okay maybe I texted him and was like oh my God, you'll never believe what mom told me. Mm-hmm. I probably like called him freaking out, but I don't, I don't remember. Isn't that weird? I remember it so different. Yeah, because I remember you telling me like, oh, you'll never believe what my mom just told me. And did I call you or text you? I was trying to think of that. I don't know. Um, I feel like you texted me. Yes, I don't know. I don't deal with things well. <laughs> But I I, honestly, I can't even remember what happened. Like, I swore that she literally was like, I'm so glad you're not mad at me. And then it was like, okay, you want to go explore downtown? And I was like, okay. Yeah. So, I don't fucking know. Remember things weird, eh? Yeah. You kind of block out certain parts that you... I'm I'm so bad for that. Like, I do that too. My It's like my brain only has a certain amount of room and it's like, okay... We're getting rid of this memory. We're getting rid of this memory. We're getting rid of this memory. And, like, it's bad. <laughs> it's like that Inside Out movie. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it's like That's that. Me. That's my brain. Mm-hmm. My brain is like, uh, I think there's an episode of SpongeBob where he starts burning all the books. <gasps> oh, yeah. Head. Is that SpongeBob? I th- yeah, he's burning all the books. Yeah, that's me. Or, like, the papers are doing something. Yeah. The papers, yeah. Yeah. Running around. There's, like, a hundred SpongeBobs running uh-huh. around. Uh-huh. Remember that correctly? Who knows? I remember that one. Yeah, well, that's what my brain does on like a fucking daily basis. It's like, okay, time to reset and we're going to keep 10 things. Ugh. That's it. Weird. So I, I apologize if I know. Like, I don't, I don't even remember like Christmas presents, nothing. I wonder if you were to ask your mom, like, how she remembers it, if she would say something like completely different. Yeah, I should ask her. Yeah. Just to kind of see, because now we have your story, your brother's story. Well, my story is not real. So, yeah, so apparently not. All these things I've told people, like Weird. Any art- if there's been any articles or anything written. I, that's the I only story I've heard. What I said? Yeah. I know. Isn't that weird? I don't even remember talking to my brother. Maybe his story's wrong. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think my brain just tried to fill in the blanks and that's what it came up with. So. That is so weird. I know. It's fucking weird, bro. That's normal, though. I feel like brains do stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways, be... there's tons of comments on that one. Ooh. Um, so if anybody wants to go and read it, or we can read more next time, but it's uh, um, recipient... Oh, what did I say it was? I fucking closed it. Recipient person, recipient parent master thread. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Recipient parent master thread. Just gonna go read it. It's on Reddit under um, subreddit donor conceit. Perfect. 
But yeah. Um, so next week, you want to do the quiverful thing? We'll do some research. Should next we? Week, next episode. Yeah. I think we should deep dive into quiverful. I'll listen to it tomorrow. I'll make it's just me and Johnny in the warehouse tomorrow. I'm just going to okay. name drop so many people today, apparently. Perfect. Um, it's me and Johnny in the warehouse tomorrow, so I will force him to listen to Quiverful podcasting. If not, i got to find my AirPods. I don't know where they went. And I'll just listen to it by myself. But Perfect. That's what's going to happen. I can already tell um, that one's just going to like make me mad. I know. We're going to be angry tomorrow, but it's fine. Yeah. We're going to be heated. If you want to be heated with us, tune in next week. Um, where can they find us, my dude? All the places. Uh, so many. So, so many, many places. places. TikTok, Instagram, and we post the, like, a longer version, a less cut-out version on the YouTubes. And then you can listen mm-hmm. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Mm-hmm. And you should go watch us on TikTok, because I edit the YouTube. So yeah. when we do TikToks, like, if it's, like, a highlight thing i'll go through and just take out little bits and they're so funny they're like two to three minutes like one and a half she puts to in three a lot minutes. of work so yeah watch. it takes a while so go check them out they're fun we post them on our instagram sometimes mm-hmm. they're cool yeah but she does a great job ah uh, thanks you're the best <laughs> you know i try oh and if you're watching on youtube you can see that carly's hair is a different color i don't know if you can see it not very well. It's poiple. Well, we did it. We finished it. We did it in about an hour, so. That's not bad. Yeah. We're fucking sick, bro. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) That's for for Dave. You're welcome, Dave. Oh my god. I fucking hate when he does that. I was going to say, did he pay you to say that? One more episode. One more episode of Dave. Wait, I have to to, um, give him some ASMR. Fuck, what am I going to say? Mmm. I literally can't think of anything. You just have to say um, that he's listening in his car. Dave, are you listening in your car? I hope you like this a lot. And you love my ASMR. Do you love listening in your car? Is that where you listen the most? Is in your car? Do you have the sound up really loud right now? ASMR. You should turn it up louder. I hope you're having a great morning drive. And you have a great event today. Because I think you're working an event today. If you listen to this when it comes out. Okay, love you. Bye. Just kidding. Ew. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's going to be our new thing is ASMR episodes. Just at the end. We should try that. That'd be kind of fun. I know. Just whispering the whole time? Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Ew. <laughs>